You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Happy Monday. Uh, my goodness, it feels so good to be back in the maintenance group. I feel like I have been gone forever. Um, you may or may not have heard my um, ex-husband, the father of my children, passed away last week, unfortunately. So it's been a bit of a... And we also knew he was going to pass away, so we spent a considerable amount of time with him uh, the few days before he passed. So I have not been around. And then the week before that... Um, I was at the obesity conference. Um, anyway, I plan on being back for a while. I don't have any trips coming up. Hopefully, um, things have kind of quieted down. Um, but it's nice to be back. Maintenance is one of my favorite conversations. I do see uh, some of the questions that you guys are asking uh, me on the post. So every Monday I go live at, well, not every Monday, but I try to go live every Monday at 12 p.m. If you can't join me live, but you have a topic or a question for me, you can add it to the poster that is posted in the group every Monday morning. And so that's where I've kind of made some notes. A couple of you have posted on there. So I do have some uh, talking points that I'm going to cover today. So let's get right into it. The first one was on um, how do you prioritize self-care? And I can talk on this one because after the last couple of weeks I've just had, it's really not an easy thing to do. It definitely is work. Um, to your point, I think this was, I think this was you, Melanie, who asked this one, how to prioritize your self care when it, without a, feeling like another stressor, right? It's definitely can be a challenge uh, to prioritize yourself, especially when you have a lot of things going on. So sometimes you can't. Sometimes something has to give in your life and you just have to focus on other things and you can't give yourself the time that you need. But, you know, it's still important that you make time when you can. This this can go back to, um, obviously, if you're trying to lose weight and you're working on maintaining your weight, it's important because you want to, especially after losing your weight, make sure you're putting the time and energy into maintaining your weight, which is really important. Um, but self-care in general. So I remember there was a time when my son was in the hospital. Um, it was a couple years ago. Um, he was down at Sick Kids, so that was about an hour drive for me at the hospital that he was at. Um, his dad did the night shift, and I would come and stay with him all day long. And I, it was a very upsetting uh, situation, and I just felt like crying all the time, and I just wanted to drink wine. In fact, I contemplated bringing wine with me to the hospital. Um, and I just didn't feel like eating. Um, when I'm emotional, my tummy gets really upset, and I just didn't feel like eating. But um, it was it was during COVID, and I had I knew that I had to say stay healthy because if um, because it was a first of all a children's hospital during COVID and they wouldn't let you in if you had one little sniffle or one little watery eye they would not let you into that hospital and so I knew that if I was going to continue to be able to take care of my son um, although he was the priority I needed to prioritize myself otherwise I was going to get sick um, so I made sure I ate even though I wasn't really all that hungry I kept it nice and light kept it you know soups and stuff like that did the best that I could make sure I stayed on top of the water even though it was 
the last thing I felt like doing. Um, even in these past couple weeks, um, with my ex-husband passing away, obviously you can imagine how devastating that was for my children. And so kind of very similar situation in a sense where, um, in order to be there for them, I had to keep, you know, eating, um, when I, when my stomach was just so upset, it was the last thing I felt like I, I needed to, at the bare minimum, do certain things to keep me going. Now, I did also drink a lot of wine and, you know, wasn't as mindful about my food choices. And it, it has gotten to the point where now I'm really feeling it. Like I, I couldn't, I can't, like I woke up this morning and thought I, I can't drink wine again. Like I just... I can't. I've just drank so much. It's just making me feel awful at this point. Now, it just kind of has gotten to a point where it's been long enough that I'm really starting to feel it. Um, and if I kept going in that direction, it, it definitely wouldn't be good. Um, so recognize there are times that it's going to be difficult to prioritize yourself. That's usually when you need to prioritize yourself the most. Um, I also think that just in general, prioritizing yourself um, it can seem hard because of the feelings of guilt that you are spending so much time prioritizing yourself, but it's your job to prioritize yourself in your life. And a lot of times it's hard because of the, the way we feel about it. We're taught to, that it's selfish to focus on ourselves and prioritize ourselves. It's a very selfish thing that we're doing um, when there's no downside to taking care of yourself and being mindful of making choices that make you feel good, being mindful of, of you know avoiding doing things that don't make you feel good, really being in tune. Um, so, you know, it can, it can, and the stress, I think my, I guess my point is the stress of it isn't doing the things. It's how you feel about doing the things usually, because usually doing those things to prioritize your, your health and wellness help alleviate the stress. But also sometimes you don't have to do these big sweeping things like, you know, you can still, maybe you can have an Epsom salt bath while you're drinking a glass of wine. <laughs> You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, um, sometimes, you know, having a ca calling up a girlfriend or going out or having a laugh, something, you know, can be exactly what you need to to, you know, prioritize yourself and manage your stress. So it doesn't have to be this whole list checklist of things that you need to do. It doesn't have to be work or the way you view it as work to prioritize yourself and, and, and make time to, to care for yourself. Cause that's what really self care is at the end of the day. Um, you know, I would, I would come up maybe with a list. If you're looking for things to do, I would maybe come up with a list of things that you enjoy doing that kind of are self care at the same time, help managing stress. Do you know that it's not like a, like a, another task and thing that you need to do. Oh, I have to do this and I have to do that. And I have to do this and all these things to, you know, to, to make sure I'm caring for myself. And it can seem like it's a whole task list, right? Rather than, you know, something you're doing for yourself, like you get to, you know, I get to have, you know, I get to go for a nice walk tonight. I get to, so maybe it's just focusing on, on things that you really enjoy doing, um, that can help you manage your stress at the same time, um, might be the, 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 the trick there. And, and, and also just, you know, taking the attitude of you got to do what you got to do sometimes. You know, um, like the past couple weeks, it would have been really easy to fall into a funk. But I also knew that if I did that, I wouldn't feel good. It would just add more stress to my life. So it's kind of just bringing awareness to that. And, you know, like put your big girl panties on. Let's go. Let's do what we need to do. You know, people have been saying, like, how can you still show up and do the things that you need to do when you have so much going on? And, you know, because that's just life. There's always going to be something happening and something, you know, there to 
life's going to keep smacking you in the face. You got to keep showing up, you know, it's resiliency. And I think that people are kind of losing resiliency. I see it in kids, you know, um, we're not really, we're, we're, we're fixing things and doing things for them. And, you know, um, there's no resiliency. We don't want them to be sad. We don't want them, you know, to have heartache and heartbreak. And, um, you know, there's something to be said about being resilient and continuing to show up. You just keep building that resiliency and you just keep, you know, and in the end it all benefits you, you know, but it can be hard to make those changes for sure. Um, hi, Valerie. Uh, welcome back. So sorry for all you have and are going through. There's something about getting back to our routines. Yeah, absolutely. This is definitely my happy place for sure. You guys, you guys, man, you're my peeps. You know what I mean? You've seen it all. You've been with me through it all. And, you know, this is just another... You know, uh, another thing that I'm going through, as many of you have gone through, you know, I'm sure loss in your life and, you know, it's just ugh, so, so it's, it's so hard, but I'm really happy to be here. I do want to say thank you for all the love. I've been feeling it too. So, um, you know, thank you for that. Okay. Next thing I want to talk about is maintaining for years. This is a great question. How do you know? Oh, I think this might've been you actually, Melanie, you asked this one, uh, maintaining for years. How do you know your food choices are what your body needs and wants over we're stuck in a diet mentality. I loved this. Um, I think you just bring awareness to you'll know, right? Like, why are you making that choice? Like, there's got to be a bit of dialogue. So here's what I do. When I'm hungry, what am I hungry for? I will open up my fridge. Now, it's so quick and automatic for me. This is why you still want to practice, like, when it comes to those portions, those four questions. If you feel like you need to still and it's not second nature, practice asking yourself what you're hungry for if it's not second nature because it will become second nature. Um, and it happens so fast. I'll open my fridge and be like, okay, what do I want? Do I want, like, fruit? Do I want vegetables? Do I want cheese? Do I want something proteiny, like meaty? Like, do I want something hot, like soup? What, like, what do I want? right? Um, what am I feeling like? And so here your, your, your body's never trying to get you to crave sugar or like, um, so like salt and sugar, right? Like there's no need for your body to crave sugar. Now there is when it's a really hot day and you're feeling kind of lower energy, you know, you might need a quick pick me up like a juice or fruits or something sweet that way. So there is something to be said for craving kind of sugars or something sweet in, but, but the moment calls for it. It's not just like a random day and you're craving sugar. This would be like, you're really super hot and your low, your energy is draining because it's so hot and in the heat and you know, you're really lethargic and you need like a, a, a pick me up, like some sugar, you know, usually it means like fruits or, you know, uh, whatnot. So generally when you crave sugar, you're, you know, dehydrated, right? Carbs and sugar. There's no real need for that. There's a difference between craving carbs and sugar and actually being hungry. Um, so there's no actual need. So if it's something that you're craving is sweet, chances are you really are just craving something like you're dehydrated generally is why. And then salty foods, right? Like, so if salty foods, if you drive by the McDonald's and a Big Mac is appealing to you, probably your body wants more, you know, high salt, fatty, you need good, more good fat in your diet, right? Not, or maybe you need a low protein, but you don't need a Big Mac, for example. So it's not like, oh, my body really wants a Big Mac. No, it doesn't. <laughs> you know, what about that Big Mac does your body want? Probably more good fats, probably a little bit of protein, um, do you know, so it's a matter of if it's, if it's a food that you know is not the healthiest for you, 
and you are craving it or wanting it, what is it about that food that your body is looking for? Because you eat those foods, you just don't feel good after. You know, like I've been eating some chips and salty foods. I'm super high stressed last couple of days, last couple of weeks. Sorry. Do you know what I mean? I know exactly what that's about. You know, I could just add, you know, bump up my omega threes or whatever as well. Make sure and again, further to our previous conversation, prioritizing. If I took time to add in the omega-3s to combat offset my stress, it would probably help with my food choices as well because I wouldn't be craving salty foods and eating so many chips and junk foods and those kinds of things, you know? Um, so diet, you'll know diet mentality because you've, you've been in diet mentality before, right? Like, are you trying to eat just a salad because you feel like, I don't know, maybe your weight has gone up this week for whatever and you're trying to like, you know, eat less or you're trying to eat less, you know, um, you know, what is it? So, so I'm really in the moment and that's, I think that you have to really, you could be in a place too where you need to recognize your body's, like a lot of times people get stuck on the routine. Like I'll, I'll see people and they're like, oh, I'm still following the food plan, you know, two years later, maintaining their weight. I'm like, why are you following the food plan? You know, like you, you should be in tune to the fact that you're going to have days where you're not hungry at all. And you won't really need to eat much. And then you'll have days where you are really hungry and, you know, you'll need to eat more and more often. And that's about really kind of tuning into that. A lot of times because of our, our, our habits and our, our work, you could get into eating the same thing. Like you, you get, you're used to eating that way because, you know, that's just what you're used to eating. Not that you need to eat, you know, breakfast, snack, lunch, snack, snack, dinners is that's the habit you got into. And so you may find yourself eating something when you're not even really hungry. So this is where you could ask yourself, like kind of the checking in that you do with personalizing the plan. Am I really hungry right now? Or is it just this when I normally eat? You know, is this really this is is this really what my what my body wants, or is this you know what what is it associating with? You know, so you kind of will know that diet if you think that you're eating out of diet ment- if you think you're eating out of diet mentality, you probably are. You know, if you think that you're eating out of just habit, you probably are, um, as opposed to just like really being in tune and you know, oh, okay, I'm hungry now. I should probably eat something. What am I hungry for? That's really you know, when I say wake up, look good, feel good, go about your day, making good food choices, that's really it. Unless, of course, you're the kind of person who goes all day long without eating and you know that's your habit from before because you get so distracted or you're focused on what you're focused on. So you're at work all day and you just don't eat. You just, uh, I'll eat in a minute, I'll eat in a minute. I am like that where I will go all day long. So I have to make a point of checking in on myself throughout the day and be like, okay, I haven't eaten in a while, you know, and sometimes I'll get a little bitchy and a little cranky and I'll be like, what's what's my problem? And I'll be like, oh shit. Yeah. I haven't eaten anything, you know, so I need to take time to eat. So it's just, it's kind of just taking that awareness to the whole next level. That's how you know the difference between your, which your food choices or what your body actually needs. And then you being stuck in diet mentality. That's like routine. Do you know what I mean? Um, you know, eating when you're not even hungry, you know, and then just trying to follow that plan because that's what you think that you need to do. It's sort of, you know, a big part of that. Um, I've always been a salad girl for lunch. Made great chickpea salad with lots of veggies added this weekend, focusing on some more plant-based options different for me. Yeah, I mean, that too, right? Getting stuck in a rut of like um, the same thing all the time. Like sometimes we just keep eating the same thing over and over again, probably because, you know, just it's working for you or it's kind of just routine for you. So if you're doing that, you might be following into routines as well. So switching things up a little bit uh, can be a great idea um, as well. There was other one 
one other big long, I'm going to come off my um, thing here and go find it. There was a post today in the group that someone posted about. It's a little long. I'm going to read it. Uh, it's from Aaron. Uh, let me just have a sip of my tea. Green tea. I'm going to get off the coffee this week. Get off the alcohol this week. Um, there was a time when I was sick last year and I was in the hospital. I know some of you might remember. I take a couple of weeks off then as well. And uh, even when I'm trying to do this program, something always comes up um, for sure. But after that, I was like really eating, uh, making super healthy food choices. I never felt better in my life, never slept better, never felt better. I want to get back to doing that. Hi. Um, so, you know, not easy, not easy. You know, I may make it seem like, oh, it's so easy for me to make these changes as well. It's definitely not. I have a question and sorry, a long lead up. Okay. I maintain, I thought this was pretty interesting. I maintained my weight through an eight week plateau. Okay. And then finally dropped the last three pounds to my goal weight. So I'm assuming that you were trying to lose weight, but you were on a plateau. Um, then life smacked me in the face. I had several bouts of insomnia and the wheels just slowly fell off because of the distraction of life shit and the exhaustion didn't leave me with the capacity to keep up with all the amazing habits I've solidified over the last eight months. What excites me and gives me so much peace is that I've been here two other times since starting in September and I always bring it back. I have never been able to do that before. In the past, I would have resulted in four years of debauchery. Yeah, I hear you. So that's the thing. I, before I get into this, your weight is going to fluctuate. And there are, like, I'm at the high, 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 high end of my weight right now um, because, um, one, I was dealing with stomach issues and hormone stuff. And as you guys have heard me talk about and share since October, finally just started to get a handle on that and then I got married and then went away and then my birthday and then my ex passed away and I can feel my stress levels are right back up and my weight's up to as high as higher than it's been and I can even remember um, and I just feel it and it's all stress and it's all my stomach and it's just all of that now am I concerned that I'm going to gain a hundred and something pounds back again no not at all. I'm very aware of where I'm at. I'm also very aware of what I need to do. Now, do I wish I could bounce right back and get back to, you know, 120, whatever it is that I, you know, am, you know, super comfortable at? Yeah. Do I know that I got a bit of a, a bit of some work ahead of me and a longer road ahead of me to get back to that? Yeah. Because I just got to get back. I feel like I'm, ba I'm not back to square one in, in October. I feel like I've even like gone past that, you know, um, where I got some serious work to do to get back to feeling good and get a handle on what's going on with my with my stress and my just how I'm my stomach which I know is part of stress and my weight so it's it's been the kind of this thing that happened in the spring and then I, I got feeling better then I had a lot of stress with one of my kids um in the summer and then just as things got better I started the fall group and then there was a lot of stress in the fall group because of work stuff and some other stuff and so it's it's been a whole year of fucking stress which is which is is playing havoc on my body um physically and mentally so this is a particular season where i'm not running around in my short shorts feeling amazing um like i have the other um, many years and this is going to happen to you too you're just going to have things in life happen in situations but you also you know what you need to do to to manage it 
right, to manage it. And then this is where you need to make a decision where it's getting to a point where you're no longer like you can't go like that anymore, which is where I'm at today. And I, I'm like, I got to There's some things I got to do that there's just they're non-negotiables. There's no more wiggle room anymore. And so now I need to buckle down and do what I need to do. And it's going to take me longer than I would like, but I'm going to get there. And so this is no different with seasons in your life. And I don't just mean the changing seasons. I mean, what you have going on in your life. And so my weight is always fluctuating, always fluctuating. Um, you know, um, this is why I, I say that I have, you know, jeans and same jeans in two different sizes and my weight will fluctuate within a month while I'll have my, you know, smaller jeans on, you know, one week and then two weeks later, I'll have my bigger jeans on cause they're more comfortable the next week. You know, that's normal. Your weight fluctuating that five to 10 pounds, even for the heat last week, it was very hot. Also, you know, today my weight is up in the high end. I also know I'm getting my period or I should be. Um, so there's a lot going on. So the heat can have your weight up. In the summertime, for example, you get your period that can have your weight up and that can have you putting on your big, your big, your big jeans, you know? Um, so that's sort of normal. And this is where you've learned the skills in order to manage that. And that's what back on track is about. Back on track isn't a set of rules to live your life by. It's a technique that's very effective for, you know, when you're kind of just feeling not great to get you back to feeling great. Back on track isn't a, on the track. It's a feeling, you know, that that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to get back to feeling really good. Anyway, uh, so I love that this has happened and you know, you've been here two other times and you always bring it back. Bringing it back to feeling your best. You're going to do it again. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
Anywho, here I am after two weeks of struggling and I'm up 12 pounds. This doesn't surprise me at all and I'm actually not feeling worried about it because there are so many valid reasons for it. Love that. Some poor food choices, you know, um, going long periods of time without eating, water, supplements starting to lag off, lots of hard work in the yard over the last few days, the heat, the medications, the insomnia, etc. Love this. Exactly. Finally, my question. Gina, you often talk about having your big girl pants and your skinny pants. There has been a lot of talk about the number on the scale struggling with not seeing the lowest low and coming to terms with the natural fluctuation range. So that seeing that lowest low, you guys have to realize that you saw that after 90, like day in, day out of trying to see your lowest low. And that's not how you want to live your life. Maybe it is. Maybe it is because when you were, you were following that food plan, you were being mindful of yourself, prioritizing yourself, making choices, doing those things. Maybe you did feel your best because you were super mindful of the kinds of foods that you were eating, because you were taking your supplements every day, because you were drinking your water, and maybe you do want to live a life where you want to feel your your bestest best every day. I don't. I want to feel good, but I don't want to have to be like, you know, making sure I'm doing all these things every day. Like I, I still, you know, it's just not me. I still going to want to have the chips. I'm still going to want whatever, you know, those types of things, but maybe you do. You know, so I've, and I've, I've worked with a lot of clients who you, they started exercising and moving more and, you know, drinking more water and doing all these things and taking all the supplements for to lose weight. And once they were done, they're like, I'm going to keep doing this. And then, you know, though their every day, every other day walk turned into an every other day run, which t- turned them into marathon runners, you know, like it's really up to you. Um, but yeah, so that's that lowest low. Uh, I started to wonder, uh, though, these two weeks, about five days in, my smaller pants started to feel a little uncomfortable. My stomach is bloated and the waistband is starting to do the roll down thing again. And I haven't experienced that in a while. The next size up is comfortable and still a little bit on the big side, but passable. I thought to myself, is this the way you might gauge where you are at now and where you've been at this for so long? Would this be a good indicator? Like, hey, I have natural fluctuation range. Sometimes that pushes me to the next size up. I have a few sizes, pieces in that size for this reason. But if this size pants start to feel uncomfortable on me, uh, would that possibly indicate actual weight gain? Curious about your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, it definitely could. If you find yourself always wearing your big size pants after a while, it could be that the little things that you are doing or the things that you're not doing or you're like going all day long without eating because that's what you used to do and you're falling back into that. You got to get energy from somewhere. So if you go back to that, not eating all day, then your body's going to be like, oh, here we go. I've been here before in order to get energy. I'm going to have to start taking the food she is eating and start storing that fat. Your body's so fucking smart. It knows what it needs to do. So if you start acting like how you used to act, your body's going to like, uh-oh, ding, 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 ding. Let's start, you know, getting, you know, storing some excess fat. So it will get to a point where if you're sitting at that high range, you could very well have gained some weight. You know, like Tony said to me today, he's just, he, I said, I said, oh, yeah, about getting better my, my weight. And he's like, oh, well, you know, it's not real weight gain. And I said to him, oh, yeah, it is because it's been months. It's been months that I've been at the, the higher range, you know, for valid reasons. Um, so I'm pretty sure it's weight gain. <laughs> 
you know, a little back on track, you know, for a couple of days ain't going to do it for me. Put it that way. Back on track for a couple of days is not going to take my weight back down to where I am most comfortable. So I'm, I, I'm going to have to put in some solid months of doing what I need to do, you know, to feel better and to get my digestive system back on track and to decrease the amount of stress that I've been under, but also to get my weight back down. So that's my reality, right? So you can use it as an indication, like if you're not using the scale, for example, and you're just going by how your clothes fit, um, I mean, I think that that could be a good indication that if you find yourself not fitting back into your smaller size pants, um, you know, that might indicate that, you know, you need to kind of, you know, rein it in a little bit. Um, unless you're comfortable there, like you may have different seasons that you feel in your life where you feel like you like wearing that, you feel comfortable and confident and feel great great at that size. And then, you know, you may find, you know, as the, as the spring and summer months roll around and you're a little bit more active and your whatever your weight comes back down naturally. And you're just, you know, you're, you're wearing that next size pants. It just may be what you got going on in your life. You're cool at that weight. And then, do you know what I mean? Like that's, that's sort of reality. I've been maintaining my weight for over 30 years. Um, and it's not one number that I'm sticking with. And it's really not a lot of effort. Like this has probably been the most amount an effort I put into maintaining my weight and it's because of health issues that I was that I was dealing with this thing that I had in 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 the spring last year combined with having a you know a, a child that is now you never had teens before and now they're you know they're young adults and you know dealing with mental health and that was very stressful on me and, you know, and then, you know, I've never had a, you know, the, a big company with 55 employees that I've ever run before in my life. So that was a lot of stress. And then I've been getting older and now I'm 50. And now, you know, for as much as people talk about hormones, they're probably starting to affect me. And so I've never had this dynamic before in my life. So this is why it's more work for me than ever before. Um, you know, am I concerned about it? No, but I am, I am concerned about having a heart attack and I'm concerned about my health. And, you know, so that's why I'm focused on that. So you are going to have sort of moments in your life like that, right? And that's, I think that's where I, that's why the conversations that we're having right now is so important because this is maintaining your weight. Maintaining your weight doesn't mean that you just stick at one number or you don't ever think about it again and just go back to doing whatever you want, you know? Um, and, but, and I just don't, I want to say like right now I'm very aware and it seems like a lot of work that I'm doing and it is, but I've lived, maintained for 30 years where years would go by and I, you know, wouldn't even think about it because I just felt great and, you know, whatever. So, you know, there are times where it's more work than others. Um, it's situational change, right? Like two reasons why people gain weight back three, really. One is you don't put time into maintenance, which is so important. You've, you've got to allow your body to adjust to your new weight. So that's a big one. The other one is situational change and situational change. We, sh we should talk about can come 30 years after you've been solidifying your weight, you know, you put 30 years into maintaining my weight, but situational change will come 30 years into it, three years into it, you know? So that situational change you're going to have to be aware of for the rest of your life, helping your body adapt and adjust to any kind of changes uh, in your life. And then, of course, not being mindful, right? You, you've got to be mindful. I can't just eat chips every day and go all day without eating and drink a bottle of wine every night and, you know, not recognize the number that I'm doing on myself. So that's that. that and that's just why, you know, people will be like, oh, you know, I said someone someone commented on some social media 
post um, last week that, oh, you know, you're feeding people bullshit about this finally and forever. Well, no, there, there's you can maintain like the fact that you think people think you can't lose weight and maintain it is insane. You can. You just got to put the time and energy into it. You know, it's absolutely doable. It's a whole point. But it definitely will be more challenging um, at certain times in your life. You know, um, can't begin to tell you how much I need this conversation today. Oh, I'm here for it, Lord. It's nice to be back. Nice to be back having this conversation. Hi, Patty. Jane, it's good to hear that you struggle like the rest of us. I was really feeling disappointed with myself that I've regained 10 pounds from my 28-pound loss in the program. Thank you for being real. So this is where you say, like, how did that happen? What was going on in my life? What do I need to do? So, you know, do I got to get back to drinking more water, get back on my supplements, get back to managing? Have I had an epic amount of stress in my life? What is it? What's changed? And it could be like something as simple that maybe you've added some foods in. With that great conversation we had with Dr. Paul, we revisited four reasons why your weight might be slower to move. We could also say four reasons that can make, you know, maintaining your weight a challenge. If you all of a sudden have inflammation that your body is dealing with, if your hormones start going a little offside or wonky, that could be it too. Food sensitivities and digestive issues. So my digestive issues, I think, actually started when I was in... Well, I know I, I had some, my, my stomach was kind of really broken. A lot of antibiotics, a lot of drugs from when I was sick. Um, but then uh, when I went to Bahamas in October, I went on a trip and I'm pretty sure I picked up some sort of bug or gut issue and I ended up having to take antibiotics for that. So gut dysbiosis for whatever reasons, food sensitivities. You could have added in a food that you know you weren't adding in or didn't have, like bread for example. Bread shouldn't cause you to gain weight, but if you are gluten intolerant or you have sensitivities to it, it can cause inflammation, it can cause all sorts of issues. And that could be what's making it harder for you to be able to maintain your weight is that not, not the carbohydrates in the bread, but the fact that you're sensitive sensitive or have a food allergy to something. And we talked about this with Dr. Paul, you know, food sensitivities, food food allergies for sure, you know, can can play a role in that as well. So so sort of what is it, you know, or stress levels, like knowing that you're stressed and maybe while you were losing weight you were implementing stress management techniques because you were maximizing doing all those things and maybe you're not doing that as much now, right? So it's just really a matter of kind of like figuring this out. Um, yeah, Valerie, as much as we wish we didn't struggle, so agree with this, yeah. Yeah, and it's... it's um you know, it's, I mean, life is what's hard. <laughs> if, we didn't live, if we were all like living on a beach somewhere, you know, just kind of chilling every day, we would not, we would, this would not be a struggle. You would wake up, you would consume fresh, fresh foods. You would feel amazing. You would, you'd have no stress. Like you would just be like, ah, you know what I mean? Um, it definitely wouldn't be as much of an issue, but life is very stressful. And if it's not our stress that we're dealing with, it's, the people you love in your life, they're stressed that they're dealing with. So it's really, it really is something. Uh, physical problems can make it hard to maintain because of less movement and exercise. My guy asked me why my legs look skinny all of a sudden. I'm having back problems and I'm getting atrophy in both legs. Staying focused on maintaining my weight helps keep my, me on track with my back too. So, so, so then what you want to make sure that you're doing, Kathy, is, you know, you get used to consuming a certain amount of food based on, so this is what you can do. You get used to consuming a certain amount of food based on your activity level or your energy output before. And now you're energy output has changed. This is like a situational change. Your situation has changed. And so what you're going to want to do is make sure you're really doubling down now on asking those four questions again and getting in tune to the portions that your body needs now that now that it's putting out less energy output. 
So you just keep, by habit or whatever, portioning out the same amount of food, eating the same amount when your body doesn't need that amount because you're not as active anymore, right? Or this is where you're trying to maintain that muscle mass. Um, adding in some collagen, um, especially some uh, bovine collagen, can actually help with maintaining muscle mass as well. So that's something that you can add in um, to kind of help maintain that. So what's going on in my body? What What's happening? What adjustments do I need to make, right, based on how your body is feeling and whatnot, which is, you know, that's just, that's it. What, what does my body need? What is happening to me right now? What do I need to do? How am I feeling? What do I, what am I going to do about it? You know, that's really what it's all about. And, and it's, it's constant, you know, it's constant. Um, I mean, let's find a maintenance, <laughs> maintenance beach island. <laughs> yes. I've even, you know, I've been even thinking about taking my, my food choices to the next level. Like I can eat pretty much whatever I want. My weight, you know, for the most part, except for the issues that I'm having now, you know, like I went traveled, went through Rome, ate pasta, ate my face off, you know, not gain a pound, all of those things. And really taking a look at my digestive system and really getting into take, really just cleaning it up beyond just, and I hate that word cleaning it up, but it just seems appropriate beyond just, you know, taking out chips is really being mindful. I'm going to start eating a lot more plant protein, you know, um, minimizing my processed meats. Like I, you know, maybe adding some things in, um, that, you know, I, I'm just ready and, and maybe it's having someone that, you know, pass away and just really recognizing how, you know, just precious life is, um, wanting to feel my best through it, you know, and, uh, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm into it as much as part of me is like, fuck, I could totally eat a bag of chips and go down a bottle of wine right now. I really don't want it. And I'm kind of looking forward to getting back to feeling really good and being a little hardcore about it, you know? So, so yeah, I gotta go. Gosh, it's so nice to be back. I love this maintenance conversation. This is the conversation, maintenance. That's this is it. And also, you have to say I've been doing this for thirty years, so I've had a lot of practice at maintenance. Um, and I, my belief system is that I, you know, you can maintain your weight. And so some of you still may be a little bit, you know, wavering on that, you know. And am I actually going to be able to maintain it? Am I not? But there's no reason why you can. And this is a little bit of work, but just to be aware, you got the skills. You lost it, right? So it's it's it's. It's just a matter of like, you know, remembering the things that you need to do when you need to do them to help your body out. You, you have to be that champion for yourself. Recognize where you're at, what you're dealing with and how you can help yourself, you know, help your, yourself, help yourself. <laughs> I gotta go. Um, have an amazing rest of your day. I'll be back, uh, on Wednesday. Um, back to, uh, weigh in. I feel like I've, it's been forever. I'm excited to chat with the ladies and see where y'all are at. So hopefully I'll see you then. Have an amazing day, everyone. Bye. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com